0: gentlemen this is your girl mitzi and this is mitzi let's think about it i just want to apologize in advance if you end up hearing my son or my dog they're in the background next to me and you might hear them snoring or grunting or my dog tip tatting and just walking around (laughs) so i apologize in advance we are talking about today cannibalism ladies and gentlemen yes people eating people that is a thing unfortunately it's not a thing that is approved of ladies and gentlemen this is frowned upon everywhere you know if there's anybody listening outside of earth just know this is not something we do on a normal basis we will not pull up at mcdonald's and order fingers instead of fries okay (laughs) anyways on today's show we are going to be defining it you know i got some facts for it as well as knowing that there are places out there that are still accepting this to be acceptable you know it's just part of their culture it's just the way that their mind works unfortunately so this is just something that we need to think about because other people may think this is acceptable and we need to understand from their perspective it may be wrong for you and i applaud you if you believe this is wrong however if you believe this is okay well then there is this chemical balance in your mind that believes this <laughs> you know there's this train of thought that is just making you believe that this is okay and acceptable and i'm here to tell you it's not it is a taboo you know you're not gonna want to go to someone's house and actually have human breasts instead of chicken breast. you know but whatever it is what it is this is the reason why we are talking about it so we are thinking about it so that we can understand it and share with the world our perspective So what is cannibalism? What is it really? I was able to find dictionary.com, the definition. They actually had a total of six definitions, but I chose the top three because it makes the most sense. So the top three definitions for cannibalism is eating of human flesh by another human being, the eating of the flesh of an animal by another animal of its own kind, as well as the ceremonial eating of human flesh or parts of the human body for magical or religious... Purposes as to acquire the power or skill of a person recently killed and usually that last one is what people perceive is okay when they eat another human person ew ew it gives me the heebie-bejeebies but you know to each its own so five surprising facts per box.com and news24 there was a total of 10 facts on one as well as seven facts on the other but i'm giving you my five facts from both of them because some of the other ones were kind of repetitive and some of the other facts were just not really facts for my opinion but that's just me so number one not all humans or animals are cannibals that is the main point thing that i want to point out that not everyone is a cannibal number two cannibalism was sometimes used as medical treatments that is very interesting i was reading up on that and back then i believe in the early 15 16 17 18th century they believed that if you use certain body parts it would actually be able to treat you so in doctor's office they would pickle ears and pickle fingers and pickle all of these different body parts and have Because they thought it would be able to cure you. They said that they would take the skull, break it, and with the dust of the skull, put it in people's drinks and have them drink it and then it would help with certain like seizures and things like that. It was really weird, you know, but do your own research. It's fun to think about, so do your own thing, right? And then, number three, early Christians were often wrongly prosecuted to be cannibalisms by the Romans because they actually thought that they indulged in communion rites by cannibalism, and a lot of people actually died in error of this number four sexual cannibalism is one of the most rare and extreme sexual fetishes people who have fantasies of slaughtering and eating someone seldom do something about it they appear to be happy with keeping it in the realm of fantasy i'm sorry but if somebody told me that this was something that they thought about I would keep my distance (laughs) but that's just me i would be like okay with my thumbs up like okay (laughs) Uh, last but not least number five there are two types of cannibalism exo cannibalism and endo cannibalism the first type is defined as eating members of another group And the second one is the eating of members of your own group, usually associated with ritual burial ceremonies. A widespread belief was that by eating the flesh of a person, you gain their knowledge and skill. Isn't that something? Eight places where it's not considered weird to be a cannibal. Mm. Per Ranker.com, let's just avoid these areas altogether if you decide to go traveling. So, um, the first one is Varnasi India. It's considered to be the northern, northern parts of India. It's home of the Agari monks. The Agari believe that by immersing themselves without prejudice in what others deem taboo or disturbing, they can reach enlightenment. Their practices include chewing the heads off live animals, dabbing their bodies with ash from birds corpses as well as meditating on top of corpses and eating human flesh they believe the body to be transitory and they hold human life in very low regard you want to visit that place go right ahead kayak.com right (laughs) number two indonesia new guinea the kororui people are some of the best known cannibals in the world when somebody dies mysteriously to them of a disease they believe it is due to a quack a witch man who comes from the netherworld. a quakwa Qua possesses the body of a man it can never be a woman and begins to magically eat their insides according to logic of the melanesian imperative you must pay back in kind they must eat the quakwa Qua as it ate the person who died it is part of their revenge-based justice system isn't that interesting i apologize if i didn't say it correctly. But as a lot of things, I don't know how to pronounce a lot of words. So I apologize. Number three, the Congo. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. The Mai Mai eat the dead to gain their knowledge. Number 4 Cambodia The Khmer Rogue brought big time cannibalism. Most of the members of the Khmer Rogue took part in cannibalism because they believed that their enemies were of a lower class than they were and as such they deserved to be maimed as sadistically as possible. Ugh, I couldn't imagine. Anyway, number five, Brazil. The Rari people have an interesting burial technique. The Rari death rituals involves laying the body out for as long as it takes for each of the deceased family members to arrive, usually about three days. In that time, the body begins to decompose and bloat. And upon the family's arrival, they tend to feast on the hearts and internal organs of the body, leaving the skin and hair to rot. I'm sorry, but that's nasty. Oh, just imagining and it makes me want to hurl. Ugh. Oh my goodness. Anyways, number six. West Africa. The Leopard Society wants your flesh. Don don don. What is the Leopard Society? Well, it has been known to dress in leopard skins when they attack unsuspecting travelers with homemade knives and swords in the form of leopards, claws, and teeth. They believe that cannibalism strengthens their tribe so if you're going to west africa be careful number seven peru the amahuacas believe you must eat the body to preserve the soul the amahuacas believe that once a person has died they must be consumed in order to keep them inside of a warm friend rather than the cold ground i'm sorry leave me in the cold ground versus keeping me inside of you i'm just saying don't eat me please (laughs) number eight tana cargo cults they believe that they will gain power by eating people that by eating the victim's heart and kidneys they will become invisible also they believe that if they carry out these rituals goods will fall out of the sky So that would be pretty funny to go into the tribe, point them out, and then they'd be all shocked, like, you can see me. (laughs) Because they all believe that they're invisible. Eh, that's so funny. Anyways, here are the quotes to help keep you thinking. Thinking some more. So, first quote is, being both soft and strong is a combination very few have mastered. Number two, mental health needs a great deal of attention. It's the final taboo, and it needs to be faced and dealt with it is true ladies and gentlemen and last but not least the naked truth is still taboo so speaking the truth will always be a taboo ladies and gentlemen it's just it is what it is people don't want to hear the truth they're not ready for the truth and let's be honest they can't handle the truth (laughs) so that's it that's my show that's all i got for you for this episode i thank you for listening i thank you for thinking i thank you for just being curious enough to want to expand your palette of knowledge. You know, I thank you, thank you, thank you. And don't ever forget to check out MitziThinking.com to continue with your thinking needs. Yes, I got a blog there. I got my podcast there. I got some my special guests there. I have a calendar there to let you know when it, everything is happening, as well as my books. You'll be able to find my children's books available, Mr. Waters, as well as Little Miss Puddles. And Food for Thoughts a blocked path also offers guidance Mm -mm -mm. with that being said stay guided pay attention to your surroundings and always try to make the best decision for you and the ones around you till next time y'all bye